Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Get Clean Podcast. I'm your, ho- I'm your host, Khalil Sharad, and this is episode 88. In this episode, I will be interviewing Ryan Groneman, otherwise named Groney. Uh, Groney spent uh, time at University of Buffalo State, University of New York, uh, for, as a strength coach for six years. He went to Presbyterian College, and he was the head strength coach there for 10 years. And now he's at Eastern Washington University currently as a head strength and conditioner for football for the past three years. Uh, Roni, despite not having a long uh, powerlifting career, is one of the strongest just strength coaches just to be strong guys I know out there. And you'll hear in the pod, he's avid about strength coaches needing to be stronger, at least attempting to train themselves, Uh, as well as many other cool uh, gems that he dropped in this one. So. I hope y'all enjoy, and without further ado, let's get clean. How are you? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing mm-hmm. really good, actually. Just I'm just so dang busy all the time. Like we always have something going on. <laughs> it's uh, never ending, you, really. Just because of school. Yeah. So I do. Yeah. Um, I do football at Eastern Washington. Okay. Um, I, this is my start, my third season. Um, I've been at, you know, I'll tell you a little bit about me. Um, well, I say, your name first. State. Say, your, say your name and everything first. If you can. My name's Ryan yeah. Groneman. Okay. I'm the head strength and conditioning coach at, um, Eastern Washington University. Um, I just do football. Um, uh, I've done this for about 20 years now. Um, I started my career. Um, I played football at Boise State, um, started for four years. Um, would have kept playing and I, I tore my quads. So I was retired. So I decided to go into strength conditioning. Um, I started with one of my buddies. I've worked with numerous people. I started at University of Buffalo. I was there for six years. Um, worked with Nate Harvey. Worked oh, with Nate, Nate Harvey, yeah, Buddy Morris. A friend of mine now, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, and okay. so, you know, Paul Childress. Um, oh, wow. I've been really lucky to be about some really good people. Um, Joe Ken was my strength coach when I played at Boise. Oh, um, wow. Okay. So I, um, <laughs> and then Mark Uyama. He was a, at the Vikings and 49ers and just guys that I know. Cheyenne Petrie is a guy I played with and he coached with all those people. And i um, just very lucky to be where I was and um, just for, learn from really good people. Um, and then have you always done like right now you're the head of strength and condition for football. What were you at the other schools? I did. I was over when I was in, then I went to South Carolina. I was in okay. South Carolina because I had a coaching change at Buffalo and so I went to South Carolina as an assistant, and I was over um, di- multiple different sports. Um, okay. Then after about two years, I became the head guy. So I was a head okay. guy there for about 10 years, 11 years. And so I was over 19 sports. So I had Adam Cole, that's one of Nate's. He interned with Nate Harvey at University of Buffalo. And I brought him down with me as my assistant, and he's at a high school now in, in South Carolina, Burns High School, and it's very knowledgeable and um, I try to get people that are very knowledgeable what I do. I'm just, I'm just here, you know, I'm no normal, <laughs> no different than anybody else. You know, um, I think the biggest thing is I try to do is with it, relate with the guys. Well, male, female, you know, and coach, I think that's the biggest thing is what we do is we don't coach enough. We don't mm-hmm. teach enough when we do things, you know, and I have worked with multiple sports, basketballs and every sport, really, honestly, I've worked with every single sport. You know, and here I just work with football. I do help out with soccer here and there and maybe help out here and there. Just just if I see something, I try to help out with those people. 
a little bit. Do those so guys what I do. you with that, even though they're the heads of their 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 sports? Just because say they, that one they more time. You? I said the 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 heads of these other sports that are the strength coaches. Do they just reach they're out usually to you with they know the you, group? The group that I've always dealt with, they've always mm-hmm. been really receptive. They've been really, and I, I don't want to overstep the boundaries on, on things. And I try to coach it how they coach it. I think that's okay. the one biggest thing in our room is we're pretty much, even when I was in Buffalo, is we all coach the same way. And I, okay. and as when we when we did things, if somebody was gone, we could just pop right in and, and just knock it out. I, I think that's that's the biggest thing is working together as a team. And I think that's one thing in college, you have to have that to be really successful program and to have the kids get better. You have to have that. And I, and I think one of the, one of the biggest things with me is I'm so much bigger than everybody else. So I walk (laughs) in the room, I'm 350 pounds and, you know, and yeah, I do lift weights and I'm a scary guy. And, you know, but um, I think one of the things is I care because I want the kids to do well. And that's, it's teaching every day. You know, about life lessons, weightlifting, it, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm always there and try to help them out. Um, now, like you said, like building a team with the other the other coaches, is that because of that aspect of like if a coach is out, it's easy to pop in? Or is it more so like so the kids are not like, oh, if I play this sport, I'm getting a totally different um, yes. type yes. of style than, oh, you're doing this and you're doing that? You know, like is that yes. – Yes, and that, that's exactly it. I want the style, however that coach is coaching, because I think every coach has their own little niche on how they do things. We all do things a little bit different. If I agree or disagree, I'm going to coach it how they kind of coach it. And I might help them out when we squat. I might do it a hair a little different, little technical cue things that help them. do. I did that yesterday with one of our soccer players, you know, and they were a lot better, you know, and it's just little little things like that make us better coaches and make mm-hmm. our profession better, you know, and that's what we try to do. Now, I know you you said you were at South Carolina for a while. Is that when you got close to uh, Donnie? Yeah, so yeah, so what I, what I did with Donnie, Donnie lived about an hour from me, 45 minutes. And mm-hmm. so I was down there I, when he came out with the fat bells and, and all that stuff and that whole situation, you know, it's one of those things that I was in the middle of it. You know, and, and I know all about it and how the thing worked. But I, I think the biggest thing, he's very knowledgeable, you know, and I, he we always went down there. It was fun. We went down there and trained. We went two, two, three, four times a week. You know, I drive 45 minutes, go down there and train. And then what happened was, you know, you've seen that I, I got an opportunity to Lane Johnson and, you know, and go down there. I went to the mastermind last weekend and or the weekend before and um, Donnie and I did. And it's just our relationship with him and because I got an opportunity to work with him. You know, and and um, he was bringing in some NFL guys, and he asked if I would come down and help out, and that's kind of how I got into that and working with those guys. You know, and um, Donnie does n- numerous things, and Donnie and I are really pretty close, very close. You know, Paul's that way, Nate's that way. I don't talk to that many people, so mm-hmm. I appreciate you having me do this because I don't I don't go out of my way to talk to that many people, just my little group of people. You know, <laughs> but if you know me. I'm a different person than everybody else. That's just how I am. I'm an asshole sometimes, um, but I, hey, like I, I am what I am. You know? And I try to be honest as, and I tell my players this, you know, they love what I do, you know, and I'm up there, I'm up their ass, but I also, they respect what I do and they get improve and get better. That's what we try. That's what I try to do. Now, um, like when you first got started, you, you obviously had some great coaches that you came up underneath. So I'm guessing that it's a lot of conjugate, um, 
kind of what is your kind of style that you kind of develop? Like, how do you guys, how do you kind of, have you tweaked I've kinda, it at all? Does I've kind of changed, I've kind of changed over the years. Um, hmm. I did, you know, we did, when I was in Buffalo, when I first got to Buffalo, um, Buddy was at Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. So we got an opportunity to go down and see him and talk to him. And everybody knows Buddy's really smart, you know, and they're like, what the hell is he saying? Because he's just very smart, you know. Um, but you learn a few things from there. You pick everybody. I pick a little bit about out of everybody. You know, and my style now is um, I do a max effort lift. Um, we do power clean, but I also do a variety of different things. So I'll do speed. I'll do speed cleans or speed okay. deadlifts. I'll do different kinds of jumps. Um, just to, I go by, we have called it's our jets, our bombers and our tanks, our tanks are our big guys. Our bombers are our linebacker tight end group. And then the DBs and receivers are jets. And I, I train that off of that. So we'll do two, three totally different lifts on what we're doing. So okay. for an example, I might, I might max effort squat them. We did a, we did a max effort single on, um, Monday, but then I did like a split squat single leg or a split squat with the jets you know okay. like a three rep like a three rep max or i do a lunge or i do a single leg squat this time of the year that's what i do because we're running so much but in, but in jets off season, the jets the jets are running so the much jets do, yes yeah. and you know and, and then i might do a speed deadlift with those guys but mm -hmm. then then what i do is i do a speed squat on a, on a thursday and i do i might go chains i might go bands i mix the bars up I change stuff all the time. So my big guys, and I come back to my big guys, and they change stuff all the time. I, we do floor press. We do incline. I, I think one of the biggest things is I'll speed bench them, and we do after the speed bench. I only do six sets. I don't do – I want to move the bar fast. Okay. I have tendos, and I have that stuff. That's, but, after that um, six six set mark, it always seems that's when the drop off. Yeah, it's about <laughs> – and then sometimes I go five sets of five. Okay. You know, six sets of five, you know, six, six sets of six. I mean, I just change it up. And then what I normally do, like we did a foam roller. So I take a big foam roller and I, it's a tricep movement. So I, I go a set of six, set of five, set of four. But I want them to pause it out of and give a little bit to extend it up. Mm -hmm. You know, and then and I usually pair, say, my speed bench with some kind of back. So they're doing five sets of five. They might be doing pull-ups for the Jets. A lot of the times I make them pick what they want to do. Okay. They can do whatever they want to do. It can be a barbell row. It can be a dumbbell row. It can be a, a centric. It could be, it could be anything. And you know, they, where they change that each workout, those accessories? Yeah, they change that okay. all the time. I change that all the time. You know, I do, I do a lot of different things. And I'm to a point now where I can say, hey, you have this and we just roll. I hate sheets. I absolutely yeah. hate sheets. I board everything <laughs> I do. Because they take a look at the sheet and go, what the hell am I doing? I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. and that's that's my biggest bitch about it. And so I board everything. And I think one thing that I do probably more than anybody, I know Buddy kind of did this a little bit, is I do a day-by-day day on how they lift. I don't do mm -hmm. a week's thing. So when I lift them, I don't I make I get up at five in the morning and we lift at seven, and I'm like, I think about on the way to work what I'm gonna do. Okay. I do that every single day. And I, and I think that, cause you don't know how they feel. And right. I might say, Hey, it's a moderate lift or, Hey, I want to go a little heavier this day. And it's how you feel. And our guys have really done very well on that situation. And do you of, have, when you're going, when you're going to the gym or, or the school, do you mm -hmm. have 
that ABC kind of plan in your head. Like, yes. okay, yeah. this is a little bit. Squat. Yeah. If you're like, shit, we go yeah. belt squat, you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and I might have, I might be coming off an injury guy that it's on the belt squat or he's right. doing something or he'll say to me, I have a kid with, uh, um, he's got to labor him a little bit in his hip. So his hip's a little mm-hmm. screwed up. So I do more single leg stuff with him. He likes that. Okay. And that feels better for him. So I don't squat him. I do something totally different. You know, right. I do a variety of really on how my athlete is, whatever his deficiencies are. Right. We try to do that. I do that a lot. I might have 10 different guys doing 10 different things. And I think a lot of those people, they'll come up to me and say, Hey, this is bothering me on this. So I said, okay, let's do this. I have a general overall, what I do for that position, but it might be for that day. Hey, my elbow's a little sore. So I'm like, Hey, go do that. Or a guy stays tight in his pack a little bit. Hey, why don't you go do this instead? Roll this out, do this. And then we'll go from there. What and do I the think, jumps look like between those three groups? Oh, but after you finish what you're saying, go ahead. I think one of the biggest things is this time of the year, we're running so much. I run four days a week and I'm lifting four days a week. And so we're doing either some, a little, I don't do change direction till like the last two weeks because it's the hardest mm-hmm. thing on their body to do. And so mm-hmm. we've been doing either tempo work two days and then we do speed work. You know, when I can break that out, I take the big guys and I have other coaches to take the skill guys and, and so on the jets and the bombers. And we have enough coaches and sleds and, and, and prowlers and stuff like that. We do prowlers all the time. Really? Okay. You know, we do, we do prowlers a lot, you know, Hmm. and it's in off season, it's like beat down session. I don't know of anybody, how we do what we do. It's like a race and I break it out into stations. I think one thing, uh, the what I do, I do a say just a max effort exercise, upper whatever we're doing with position. Then I usually break it down into three stations. And I've been doing I've been doing more good mornings, like chain good mornings, just the chains, okay. like three chains on the bar. They might go two sets of five or six reps for the posterior chain or, or for the jets, like the DBs. I've been doing a back extension with their hands up on their show on their ears. And I do a hold, like an ISO hold at the top and things like that. So they're going back and forth. We're constantly moving on what you're doing. So I didn't run the whole month of May just because of our conditioning. And we're really, we're damn good, right? We're very good, but we've been running pretty good. But, you know, my biggest thing, there's a time and a place to run and there's a time and a place to lift, you know? And um, I would say since January, we've had maybe a month off, maybe three and a half weeks off we've been training our guys and, you know, and I have to watch that. So, Hey, I don't want to kill them where they're mm. overtrained, where they feel garbage. So I'll back it down. And I just see it. And I think a lot of that is just from lifting weights. People don't know that if they don't mm. lift and they haven't been through it, they don't know. A lot of the coaches, they have no clue. You know, that's right. my biggest bitch on what we do in the profession. They don't lift, So they don't have a fucking clue what's going on. And it just pisses <laughs> yeah, yeah. me. It just pisses me off. And everybody thinks they're great. No, they suck. You know, I just call it how it is. And, you know, and um, so I, I tell our coaches that I have, you need to lift because our kids need to see it. I don't care if you lift with them sometimes because they got to say, hey, coach kind of knows what he's doing. And that's how you get respect in this room. I really believe that there's so many sciences football, and science right? that yeah. fuck, you got to do it. Yeah. You know, and that's what nobody understands. And you go to these places and, you know, a couple of weeks ago when I went to that O-line thing, I look at the guys and I'm like, Oh, they look weak as hell. They just don't look, they're not strong. They don't have any muscle on their body. 
you know, and that's, that's my biggest bitch on things is kids don't have any muscle on their body because they didn't do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's one of the things that's frustrating sometimes. Football too. That always baffles me. I'm like, it, it's all crazy. sports. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a physical sport and, you know, and you just, you just have to, the biggest thing really in, is when we get to in season, it changes a lot because guy hand might be screwed up or this might be screwed up or that might be screwed up. And we just kind of, we adjust on the fly. I do that a lot, just on the fly every single day. I have a, a plan, but I it varies quite a bit on what we do. And then touch on the jump for me. Like, what does that look like different between the three, you know, your linemen versus those, mm-hmm. you know. Those so what I guys. what I normally say is I might tell them, hey, we have a three rep max or five rep max. So okay. I might do a set of five, set of three, and I want a three rep max. And I want to say example on squats. I want to take maybe about once it kind of gets hard, about a 25 pound jump. And if I'm okay. doing bench, I don't want more than a 15, 20 pound jump. We might do six work sets, which right. I, whatever, you know, or, or we might go say 315, maybe he goes 350, 340, something like that. Then maybe he goes 375 and maybe his last set's 405. I'm just throwing a number out, you mm-hmm. know, kind of see what I mean. And they kind of yeah. have a really good fit on how that is. You know, when you have your guys that are dumbasses and they think, oh, yeah, I can go from 135 to three. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. No wonder you got your ass kicked. But that <laughs> that's what happens on, on what we do. And that's kind of how I do it. Now, on cleans, it's more of a it's more of a 15, 20 pound jump. Once it kind of gets hard, it might be less than that. And it's such that lifts such a technical lift. I have guys that don't clean because their techniques garbage. And so I do I do a trap bar deadlift or or something like that. Like a trap bar jump, things like that's what I do with those guys sometimes. Okay. Kettlebells. And then when you guys are jumping, are you guys jumping on boxes? Do you use the bird? Yeah, so I'll what do what I'll usually do is like the Jets bombers, I'll do depth jumps. I might start them depth jumps sticking off, sticking it. Or we might okay. do hurdle hops. I might do box jumps. I do seated box jumps. I do kneeling jumps, dumbbell kneeling jumps to a squat position, to a box jump. You know, a lot of that, I might go two weeks at a time, or I've done hurdle hops in a 10 yard sprint, or I did, I have these um, stairs kind of in our weight room. I did three jumps and and a five yard burst out the door. Then you come back and you go, we have more stairs. You go five, like a, like a hop. Okay. Like just like a broad jump up the stairs and burst out, you know, stuff like that. I, I just, I think in football, you have to be as athletic as you can be. We're not weightlifters. Everybody thinks we, we lift weights and great. Everybody it's, I'm trying to be the most athletic person I can be. That's what I'm trying to do with football, you know, and, it, and we're, if we have a great football player and we get a little bit stronger, he's really good. If I have a kid that's kind of strong, and he's not as good, well, I have a stronger kid. At least he's not getting the hell beat out of him. I think that's <laughs> kind of how you have to look at it. You know, and I've had kids, they, hell, they squat 650 pounds and they stand next to me. Well, that's not helping anybody. <laughs> right. I think that's that's the misconception of how, how strong do you need to be for your position? You know, that's one thing that we try, that I try to do. And I mean, I have DB squatting 500 and some pounds. Like, shit, that, they don't need to do more than that. You know, you know, and it's like, we'll start doing more single leg mobility. We do a lot of ankle mobility. 
I think that's what do you, what do, you do for the mobility? How do you how do you kind of uh, hit the mobility? What do you what kind of stuff do you guys do? We do a lot of so I break that up. So I do I do um I'll usually take the big guys and then I have another guy that takes the the skill guys warm dynamic warm up or I'll do there's a there's a bunch of different things we do a lot of mobility with my hips the band in the hip ankle mobility foot on top of the box I, I think and one of the one I do I put the band on the end of my toes and I'm rotating at my feet I'm rotating my feet out like waving back and forth okay. and I go right foot same way because these kids' feet are so bad <laughs> um heel toe walks barefoot with a kettlebell walking on your toes, toe walks, heel walks, rolling through that stuff. I mean, there's a shitload of stuff we do with that stuff. What about uh, box heights for box squatting? Are you like a stickler when it comes to like no. parallel below? Is it See, what the I, I think I, I want to be about parallel. If you've seen mm -hmm. me, I'm a little above, but also as bad as my body is, I don't have an ACL in my left leg. My knee is so bad that I can right. I go a little heavier. I mean, a little higher on purpose. Right. But I go by your mobility in your hips. So a lot of our guys, if your hip mobility, and gradually over time, I'll drop it down a little bit. Maybe on speed days, I want it a little bit lower. Maybe parallel to maybe a slightly bit lower. But on max effort days, I would want it about parallel. It doesn't have to be because just your technique goes shitty. That's the big thing. I'm not a big um, thing on that. And I think one of the biggest things that I see my my on the box squad is it's hamstring on the box. It's not ass on the box. You know, they want to put your ass on the box. I hate, I hate this and I understand why they do it. They sit and they rock it. I hate the fucking right. rock. But they're gonna they're gonna say, well, you didn't release your hips. No, my hips are releasing, you know, but my that's my biggest thing when I do it. I, I like to tell the kids, I don't want you to sit and rock way the hell back. I know why you can't do it because you can't get your ass off the box. That's mm -hmm. why you're rolling your knee forward to stand up, you know, but that's and try to push out and stand up with it. I think the feet and the squat are really important. I think that's that's enormously huge. Kids don't understand that. It's your torque with your feet. and It's no different than playing football. It's no different than running. My feet are very important. That's probably your feet, stances? your ankles are probably the most important damn thing there is. What about stances in the box? Why do you usually do mostly wide? I do um, a lot of the times I don't want them. I don't, some of the kids I don't mess with, I leave them alone. And if they're pretty good at that, I leave it alone. But then I don't want you super wide because I go by kind of body type. So if your body type, if you're really, if you're, if you're really, really wide and you can't get out of the bottom, it's kind of like a spring. <laughs> I'm like a spring and I want to come up. That's the biggest thing. You you kind of got to find maybe a little bit outside of shoulder width. Some guys might be a little wider than that. Some guys might be a little more. I open the feet up a little bit, the toe up a little bit. I don't want to be way wide with my toe, but maybe maybe a 45-degree angle, I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Open it up a little bit. I think that's one thing that people try to be straight up, and then they have their they're real close, and their toes are straight, and then their fucking mobility is terrible. They're so quad dominant. The biggest bitch these days, it's no hamstrings. Kids have no yeah. hamstrings, none, zero. You know, and they think, oh, yeah, I do, coach. No, you don't. You don't have anything. <laughs> you don't have a damn thing back there. And everybody wants to do hip lifts and the fucking extensions with their bar and all that shit. I hate that fucking lift. 
because they don't understand how to squat. If you understand how to squat right, you'd be fine. Um, what about Andersons and Hatfields? Say that one more time. What about Anderson and Hatfield squats? So where are the where is that? I think that's fine. I don't personally okay. with our guys do that much. I think that's fine. I don't have a problem with that at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I think you can overload that stuff a little bit. And I think that's I think it's good. I think personally, my opinion, I think it's easy, but that's my opinion. Um, mm. I think it's good. I, I don't have a problem with it. Um, what about like with your quarterbacks? Is there anything different you guys do? Quarterbacks do. Yeah, so if I go upper body wise, they'll squat like we normally do. I'll clean with them. Um, I do a lot of um mobility things shoulder wise. They do a lot of band stuff. Um, I will let them speed bench with the bar. And then I have one quarterback, probably our starter. He likes to bench. And so this off season, I let him bench a little bit, but now I'm going to start going to dumbbell stuff. And I do single arm dumbbells, rotate, keep the both arms up, rotate, alternate them, stuff like that. Um, floor press a lot. Maybe I do it on stability ball, keep his hips up high here and there. I'll rep stuff out a little bit. A lot of push-ups, med ball push-ups, Stuff like that, a rotational stuff. Um, we'll do that with them. A lot of scap retraction things, but I do that with everybody. But a lot of it is your upper back, mid back, posterior chain. Kids have nothing. There's nothing mm-hmm. there. We try. I don't have a reverse cyber machine, so I do more of a med ball, or I'll do my on the glute ham raise, or I'll do. Okay. I have bag band attachments, so I'll do like we'll do kind of hold at the top with a band. And I'll just stay, keep it like five reps because I want to flex their glutes. Um, we do a lot of Nordic stuff with both those, not with the big guys. I usually don't go with the right. big guys, but I go with everybody else. A lot of RDLs. Um, I do sliders, like um, leg curls, like on the ball, but I do a sliders. I do it with the ball. I do eccentrics. We do, you know, one and a half. So I go halfway all the way up that way. Hamstrings are a big thing. Your hips, your hamstrings, I do like a messier lunge for their hips. Different types of lunges. Might do a step up to reverse lunge with the skill guys with a barbell. Step up, hold it, top, come down, and reverse lunge. That type of stuff is something that I, I believe, especially the more you get into the, the um, camp, like coming up, I think that's important. Your mobility, like big guys might just go body weight. Cause they're so beat up from camp. So I'm trying to get them, get them back in shape, get their hips better uh, mobility, move around. I do hurdles a lot over under kicking it through stepping over. I just, I do a lot hurdle mobility a lot too. With the eccentrics, what does that usually look like? And are you doing it mostly on uh, their accessory exercise? And what, what is the, I'll do. Um, like? So I did with the, with the jets, I did, um, I'll do a, a hold at the bottom. Maybe do a five count hold at the bottom with dumbbells, like a single leg squat, my back foot elevated. I might do a five count hold at the bottom, pop up, four count hold. We had one of our receivers do 100, 115 pound dumbbells in each hand. Whew. I mean, he's strong shit. I mean, but that's just, I've had a couple guys do that. So it's a hold at the bottom, five, four, three, two, one. Then mm-hmm. I might do a centrics. Then I might do a five count down, four count down, three count down. I do that with rows, I do that with pull ups inverted rows or trx rows i do that with the big guys maybe their feet is on a on a ball or a box with the big guys um i don't do it with the squat 
I don't, I just don't, I mean, you can, I just, I just personally don't bench. I normally don't do that, that kind of thing where guy, I do it more of accessory, that yeah. kind of stuff. A lot of tricep stuff, different ways. Um, you know, I do have a thing we call tricep death where we go, I do the micro mini bands. So I go the big, the, I do the, a big foam roller and a half a foam roller on, on the top. So it's like, I'm doing eight, right? Yeah. I'm doing 32 total reps. So I'm doing eight reps, take the, then I'm going the big foam roller, eight reps, then the little foam roller to your chest, eight reps, and then I'm going to your chest, eight reps. They enjoy that, but they hate it, you know, because it's hard and they're smoked, but you know, and, and you got to remember young players or people always come back. They always, you think you kill them and they're like, they're done, but no, they always come back in for more and they're, they're good to go. I always think of, oh, hell, that's enough. That's too much, but no, they do a good job and come back. But it's a ton uh, of accessory stuff. Like hmm. I, I think the biggest thing is I break it down into four, three or four stations. I might do three stations at each, or three, um, three exercises at each, at each station when I do that stuff. So it might be an upper body, some kind of dumbbell, some kind of um, pull apart, or a rainbow with the band, or bent raises with the band. That might be one station, or it might do some kind of overhead press. I do ropes normally. I haven't done ropes for a while because we've had bigger groups, but I'm going to do some kind of abs and some kind of ropes with okay. that. I do prowlers and I do abs with it. We make it like a race. It's mm -hmm. a race and we time it on how they're, you know, we might have four prowlers up and it's a race. How, how fast can you get down back or down back down or whatever we're doing? Cause you got to make it fun. Cause you go crazy. You just go nuts, you know? <laughs> It's a lot of stuff in that time of the year. So the winter time is they enjoy the winter time. And I think in the winter time, when I lift, I go, I go 10 reps to start. And then every week I drop it. Maybe I go two weeks and I kind of drop it down, but, but I will do speed work and, and that kind of stuff on the other days. And I just volume the hell out of them with dumbbells. A lot of guys don't do enough dumbbell stuff. Dumbbells are really important that people don't do enough of that stuff. If you're not strong, you need to do a lot of dumbbell stuff. That's mm. important. Incline, um, I mean, quarter incline, quarter incline, flat bench, floor press. That's that's something. I keep those reps between 10 and 12, 12 10 and 15 reps. I, sometimes I drop it to 864. You just mix it up. You know, I think yeah. a lot of the you know, a lot of the stuff that I do, I don't have a, in my brain, I have the plan, but I don't tell a lot of people how I do what I do. I just mm -hmm. do it. And I go by day off on how, I, how these guys are. If they're doing well, Hey, we're going to roll a little bit more. Like some guys feeling really good. I might add a single to it. You know, one of my linemen the other day was doing really well. So the hell we're going up. That was easy. We're going up and that's okay. That's all right. There's too many young coaches. They've got a, it has to be great that day. If it's yes. not that great, it's a, no, that's not how it is. It's not lifting isn't, you're not great all the time. You're all human. We have bad days. And I think that's the biggest misconception of what we do now is guys don't, it's just, you have a bad day and, you know, just get through the day and get, get to the next one. The de next day is a new day and go from there. We're all at bad days. It's just how it, get, how it is. But I don't have two bad days in a row. That's just how it usually yeah. works with myself. <laughs> what about the calves, uh, tibialis, 
uh, how often and, and abs, how often are you implementing that? I do abs every day. We've, we do a variety of abs every day. It's weighted sit-ups. It's, it's planks. It's, it's, um, we, we do a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. We do abs every single day. So I, there's something in abs every day. Some teams don't do that much abs, mm-hmm. but I, I believe when you go heavy, you're still using your abs. Right. stabilization on a lot of things i might do it i'll do some in the warm-up and i'll do some at the end of, with the team that's kind of okay. how we do it and i might do a little bit i might pick one thing in between the workout so when i break it out in those stations they might have some type of abs or i say hey you have whatever you want to do you have this many reps okay that's kind of how i do it and with calves i've been doing more like single leg a lot of that's my ankle stuff I think that's okay. one thing with me. We do a lot of ankle stuff at the end of the workout where um, it's, it's heel walks, toe walks, that kind of stuff. I do a lot okay. of band walks, but I take the little mini bands. I don't put them around your ankles. I put them on your toes. Mm-hmm. So put the little mini band on your toe and it's a little bit harder. It's a okay. lot harder. And I try to, we have little boxes. So I try to have them stay, stay outside the box when you walk on the, on the ground. We have little boxes okay. on the ground. What about connective tissue work, band pull apart, band hamstring curl, and all that stuff? The uh, pull aparts and all that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do all of it. So I might pair that with my upper body. I might do that in a warm up. So I've been doing, I did dumbbell snatches, light dumbbells. Mm-hmm. I won't do the barbell, but I'll do dumbbells here and there. I do like a retract row, rotate, half mm-hmm. press. I usually warm up. So I'll get, I had 88 guys in my room last Tuesday. That's a hell of a lot of people. <laughs> but I also have a lot of people helping me. So I line them up and they know where they're going. And I do some kind of quick feet, move them around. And then I go right into hand walks. So I go right into hand walks. I might go eight, 10 seconds. Then I might go into a push up hold. Then I, or maybe I go into a Spider-Man stretch, something like that. Um, and I'll do a push up hold, Spider-Man stretch. And then what I do is I say, Hey, you have an extra rotation. I want you to walk out and hold it for five seconds walk out again, five external rotations. I might do shrugs, 15 reps, 20 reps, hold for 10, do 10 reps with kettlebells. And I want it like 75 to 175 pound plus. We'll do some neck stuff in that situation. Um, I might do retract. What neck stuff are you doing? A lot of it's more just manual stuff. I don't have a lot of neck machines. Okay. You know, and so I do a lot of, I think of, I think in my brain, if I can keep my upper back strong and they got to stay hydrated, I think that's the biggest thing with concussions because everybody thinks that, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, my brain hurts. Well, I've had a few in my lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, but I think a lot of it is you have to be hydrated. So the kid's a little dehydrated and they wonder why they have a concussion. Well, that's a big thing, you know, and um, a lot of ISO holds will do hold against the wall with the, um, against a, um, met, a stability ball against the wall, all four ways. We do manual. Um, I do a lot of, I'll do a lot of different types of shrugs, a lot of pull aparts at different angles, 45 degree pull aparts. Do you ever do uh, neck bridges or anything like that? I don't do neck bridges. No, okay. you can. And I just don't, that's just me. They just look risky. I just I always ask you for that because they just look a little. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't trust no. <laughs> no, that's just me, and I I don't do it, and I the hell with them. <laughs> what about the harness? Any anything like that? I do not have any harnesses. I don't okay. have any. Of those. I think they're good. I like them. I just don't have okay. any. 
Okay. No, I think it, they're hard as hell. I'll do some. Do you guys have like an iron there. neck or anything? Iron neck? Do you guys have? I, I have a couple of those. Yeah, we'll do a little mm -hmm. bit of that. Yes. Okay. Um, what about now? With um, since I know you said you're so close to Donnie and everything, what do you? What is your like favorite go tos with like body temperature? I've seen you use the boomstick. I saw on the kids patella that had the ACL stuff. I'm sure you guys are doing static. Where do you kind of place think, that within your training? When do I do it? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, when and like what's your kind of go I think stuff like we have kids that come in and do it beforehand. It just every kid's okay. different. So we okay. have kids come in like my my best receiver right now. Yesterday, I did some stuff with his hamstring. I might manually do some stuff with my hands. My mm -hmm. hands are like a death grip. They don't like it, <laughs> but it really helps. Um, a lot of IT bands. Where, mm -hmm. where well, I'll roll it with the, maybe the 20 pound roller. I mean, mm -hmm. I've done things where I take the, um, when I do the, um, I'm trying to think the name of it. Um, when I do the hamstring, the sliders, I take the slider and I think about like, and I slide that thing on his damn leg, the end <laughs> of it. So it's like, they don't like that either, but it helps. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to advise that to people, but that's something <laughs> that I, there's a variety of different things I do. I might take a half of a cross ball, rack it with a knee wrap in a right. certain okay. thing, you know, and I want to cut the circulation off and have them squat and do something. And then I take it off and that helps. There's a variety of different things we do. Like Donnie does the bow tie with the knee wrap. You know, mm -hmm. I've done, we've done that um, mobility elbows and roll your forearm out. Used to have baseball pitchers. We'd have them, wrap up there with the floss band on their elbow and then roll out the forearm with the, with the little roller, you know, um, all of that stuff. Um, there's a lot of, it, there's a lot of different ways. Like, um, I don't really, I can't, can't tell you what I do. I just do it. And it every, cause every case is a little bit different. One thing yeah. that I do talk a lot about is Paul Childers. Cause he's mm -hmm. very, very good. He's really, really good. Like he's unbelievably good. Like if I have a problem, I call him and say, Hey, he can dummy it down. I'm not the smartest person in the world, you know, and he dummies stuff down for me and says, Hey, this is how you do this. And this will help them out. You know, and I talk to him a lot, you know, he's, Paul have an Instagram? he's a very good resource for me. Does Paul have an Instagram? Yeah. Okay. I think it's Pete Childress, I think, but he's very, very good. He does a really good job. I mean, he's, he's damn good. He's because he's an elite. He was an elite power lifter and he played college football. He got drafted in baseball and there's, he just knows a lot about sports and he has his facility, you know, up there in, in, um, in New York, you know, outside of Buffalo. And um, he, he's really, really good. Um, when it comes to the deadlift, what uh, variations do you guys use and which ones do you use the most? I would say I don't do straight bar that much. I do more like a trap bar deadlift um and that's only because these kids will fuck themselves up and i'm not i'm, I'm not gonna end up i mean some of them yeah they want to do it but i'm scared to death they're gonna next thing you know they're gonna blow something out right you know the risk to reward on that stuff donnie used to always say like in it and i think he watches people all the time and he's like they deadlift all the time he goes i didn't deadlift that much when i deadlifted i didn't right. do it that much and we did it maybe maybe once every Two months, maybe, maybe. Really? He, did, he did like the blob deadlift. He didn't deadlift much, you mm -hmm. know, just of training. And, and people don't understand that. They think you got to do it all the time. To me, it's the easiest thing to do. 
Because if you don't get it, you don't get you don't get it. Right, right, yeah. It's not like squat, squat where you, you can don't say, get oh, it. yeah. <laughs> You're right. That, too, that's yeah. that's the big thing. Um, I think it's a good lift. I think so many it's scary. Some of the kids I have, like, and they don't understand body position on certain things. Next thing you know, they're blowing shit up their back, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm screwed now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, where do you guys? I don't know if you guys have fat bells or kettlebells, but either way, like. Where do you guys implement that into your training, like swings or presses, Turkish get Oh, I might um, – I do that in my accessories stuff. So mm-hmm. I might um, – I have I have a ton of kettlebells. I have a shitload of them. And then I have a pair of the 88 fat bells Donnie gave me, and I haven't bought any more. Um, mm-hmm. I, like them. I like them a lot. I press them a lot. I do that kind of stuff. Um, for our guys, I do the double overhand. I go underneath your legs. I go outside your knee like I'm jumping. I do regular kettlebell swings. We normally do it. Um, I just do it as an accessory lift. You know, I might pair that with. I might pair that with really a hamstring exercise, or, or that's kind of how I do it. I'm hit and miss on it. I do them and I don't do them. And <laughs> it's because we have so much stuff to that I that I do. I kind of right. pick and choose on what I do. Like, I don't think I've done kettlebells and probably, we haven't probably done them in a couple of weeks. We just done other things, <laughs> but it just, now, it just depends. I mean, it just depends what I'm doing with them. What do you guys do for a uh, GPP and do you do it in season more or more the off season? What is that? On called? the GPP? Mm-hmm. We do. Our GPP is, I, I think when we break it down our circuits, okay, on right. what we do after the main exercise we might have 10 guys in a group in different parts of the weight room. And it's really, you're rolling. And that's kind of mm-hmm. way I look at that. Football's a little different, like in the wintertime, because you're with the coaches a little bit. You usually do your morning workouts and do some stuff. And then I trained those guys a little bit later in the day. And I still did the prowlers. I did the prowlers all the time. I try to make that a competition. You know, that's something I really tried to do. That's what, that's what we try to do. And then I run a lot more in the summertime. And that's uh, where okay. I try to get my GPP, that kind of stuff. But I do the volume and change that up too with the lifting. I just change stuff up. Now with your own powerlifting, um, where, did you did you compete? I did uh, when I was in high school. When I was what was I? I was seventeen years old. I was I squatted or I benched four hundred pounds at what two hundred sixty pounds when I was seventeen years old. <laughs> I squatted five seventy five, and then I won the state. And that was raw. I just did it, you know, and I probably mm-hmm. got on 600. Um, and then I did, I remember I did, I did in college. I didn't do any more after that. Then I did in college after a scrimmage at Boise state, I won a bench press competition. So I benched 440. I think my red shirt freshman year, mm-hmm. I bet. Cause I, and Boise, I squatted 705 when I was a junior going into my junior year. And I was going to do 600 for 10 reps that next that next winter but i pulled mm-hmm. tweaked my hip my hip flexor my hip flexor a little bit but but yeah lifting for me was always very easy and mm-hmm. i think one of the biggest things i benched what did i do six foot sets of four one time at 425 on the bench in college you know and uh, i mean i just i mean i've done some things that if i would have just kept lifting and that's all i did who knows how much i could have done a lot but i mm-hmm. think my body i beat the hell out of myself in sports Right. You know, yeah. I, I think with kids don't, and I tell our guys, I was 12 years old and 235 pounds dunking a basketball in seventh grade, you know, and I'll so, and I was 245 as an eighth grader 
And then, you know, and I played baseball at 265 pound catcher as a sophomore in high school, you know? And so it's like, I did, I don't know. I just did it. So my <laughs> mobility and the things I do were just, they were, it was pretty easy. You know, I think in Boise, I was 317 around like a five, one, two, I verticaled over 30 squatted seven. I cleaned like 370 and I benched like I benched 45 shit on 500, but my technique wasn't the greatest on at times, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's, I, I just, then I did the meet and, um, I did another bench meet in Buffalo. I think when I was, this is a long, like 12, 13 years ago, I benched like 725 and I tried 800 and about Raw? killed myself. That was with a bench shirt. Oh, with a bench shirt. I was about to say, yeah. God damn. Yeah, I wish it was wrong. I'd still be going. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, my gosh. But, yeah, I mean, things were a lot different back then and the way they are now. And um, yeah. so I still lift a little bit. A lot of it's um, my body's thrashed, so I just kind of go by the day. <laughs> I'm trying to get back to five raw on my bench, and my elbow's a disaster. I had surgery like seven or six years ago. Mm. It was the worst elbow he's ever seen that somebody's did it to themselves. So, <laughs> But hey, that's what I do. Kids look at me like I'm crazy. You know, I was limp around the room and go, you know. Um, now when it comes to uh oh shoot, what was it? Oh my god. I'm blanking. Oh my god. That's all right. Damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. Jesus, what was I gonna say? Oh, oh, when, um, like when you, uh, when you're doing the cleans, do you always do them from the floor? Do you do a lot of like hang cleans or power? Cleans? I'll do, like, I'll do, a, I'll do a hang or like a position one clean, okay. more of a technical and I want right. it more technical when we do it. And then mm -hmm. I, I don't on the clean, I'd rather have them be proficient with it. I don't mm -hmm. want it to look like crap. Like how some right. kids you see them and they, they pop way <laughs> out and it looks like hell that doesn't help us at all. Or reverse right. curl it. Our kids have gotten a lot better. Um, I'm not the greatest at it anymore because I can't physically do it anymore because my body's right. thrash. But I have coaches that are really good, and I can mm. see it. And we we I'd rather be a little bit lighter and move a little bit faster than worry right. about. Hey, yeah, it looks great or whatever. I got a kid, the receiver does no. We don't use straps. He did 345 or 340, and he's like 200 pounds. Mm. You know, which is pretty damn good. It's really good. I I think from the floor and, you know, and our, our jumps got a lot better on different things that we do. And, and that's one thing that we're testing, we're testing tomorrow. We're doing electronic timers, tens and twenties. The big guys are on twenties or tens. And then everybody else runs twenties and I get mm -hmm. like a split off it. And then we'll do a vertical tomorrow. And then I'm going to clean them kind of tomorrow and we'll kind of go up a little bit and we'll see how they do, you know? Um, so a lot of it's just the athletes you got, if you have great athletes and they're usually going to be pretty good if your athletes aren't as good well you're kind of going to struggle you know it's just like winning games the better the player is usually you're going to be you know a better team what about um free squatting do you guys do any free squat yeah yeah we free squat i i'll box squat them with speed squats mm -hmm. and then for the most part i um i i free squat them and so i'll oh, free right. squat mean, like, everybody Yes. Like max yes. Do a lot of so in the, in January, all max effort, everybody, even okay. the DBs, even the receivers, I, I'm, I squat everybody on that. And I start with 10 reps okay. and I just kind of, honestly, I just kind of work it down as we go. 
over the time. And that's the only time I kind of do that 10 rep thing. Then I'll just keep dropping it out because I want them to come back and I want to be in shape. And that's kind of my thing to get them back into shape, you know, and then we kind of, and it actually works out really well. I'll even do fours on cleans. I'll do fives on cleans just to get them in shape. I don't want to, I don't want it heavy. I want them to stop it every time. I don't want the bounce, the touch and go. I want to get set and go, you know, and I want the biggest thing that type of the year is getting them in shape. And then I'll start dropping it down and they're thanking me because, Hey, it's a little bit better. So I'm not dying, you know, but that's something that we do a lot. And a lot of the time is I don't have to run the hell out of them. I get my conditioning in the weight room by my movement of what I'm doing, where I try to, that's why I try to pair so many things up instead of just standing there and you got three guys and staring at each other. Well, I'd rather have somebody working, somebody doing something else and somebody spotting. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's just being efficient of your time and what you're doing. And, and most kids, they can't last in more than an hour. Mentally, 50 minutes to an hour, and they're screwed. They're they're done. We had last Monday, we went we went two hours. Two hours, five minutes. And that was the only reason we did because we had a lightning delay. And mm-hmm. so I kind of I had to wait a little bit longer in the weight room. We did the we normally go outside and run on our our speed stuff and then come in and I would do a max effort, whatever I'm doing, you know? So the big guys run Hills, we do tens and twenties. And then our skill guys did sleds. They did sleds and they do, do sprints, you know? And so that's kind of how I do that stuff where, um, you do some change direction a little bit and it's Hills. We always do Hills. I do, I do 10 at 10, 10 at 20. And then I might do two at 30 yards. And then I, okay. that's how I kind of get in shape on running because then I'm not fucking them up and pulling a hamstring right and left because they're not in shape and everybody wants to do speed stuff and then they're not in shape. That's the biggest, biggest misconception sometimes is you got to be in shape before you do that stuff. What about a uh, front spot? How often are you guys doing that? Every once in a while. Like I might do that in my accessory. I did that. Um, I did that this year. You know, and I, I did that and um, I did that for, I think I did it for two weeks and I did it on, um, like I do my accessory stuff. And I said, Hey, we're going to do this. I even did Zurchers. I threw some yeah. Zurchers and they didn't like that either, but um, <laughs> they, they, I just mix it up. I right. change stuff all the time, you know, and it just, it, so it doesn't get stagnant. I might do a high box step up. I have a thing where I go a high box step up. So your foot's on the box the whole time. And the box is probably two and a half feet high. You know, and I want them to do an eccentric on the way down, like a five count on the way down, and then come up four count on the way down. I do that a lot because that works on your mo- mobility, in your feet, your ankles. That's why I do that stuff. Um, with the tempo runs, what are the distances and how many do you guys do? Oh, and shit, what does I, that look like? Between so when I first start in when uh, in May, end of May, what I did was I did um, the big guys did 425 yards in two minutes. So I did three of them. So they did. And then the bombers get the bombers, like linebackers, they did 500 yards. And then my then my. um my jets did 525 yards. And then my last rep, I try to see how far they can go in that time. I had a kid get almost 700 yards in two minutes. 
So I'm going 100 and back. I'm not doing 25 and back or 50 and back. I want to lengthen it out. So I might do that for two weeks. Then I drop the next time. I do that for two weeks, and that's the only two weeks I'm running. Then I'm going the next two weeks. I might do one minute, two minute. So it's 310 okay. yards in a minute for the Jets. For the Bombers, it's 300 yards, and the big guys, it's 275 yards. That's what I did this year. Then I did um, then I did a 30-second. I did a 30-second one minute, and I think I did 100 and – I did 180, 160 – what did I do? I think I did 180, 160, and 145 in 30 seconds. So they're going 145 yards or 50 yards. I think that's what I did in 30 seconds. Then I did another one where I did – we did 12 of these last week. We did um, 10 seconds of work. They went 80 for the Jets, 70 for the Bombers, and 60 for the big guys. And then I gave them a 50-second rest. Or sometimes I'll do that. So I think Friday, and then I do 100s. I do 90s, 100s, 110s. That's another thing I do where I send the first group I get them out about 10 yards. I send the second group, get them about 10 yards. I send the next group. Once the last group finishes, I give them about 30 second rest. And then um, I have another one. We go cross fields. I run across the football field and back, run a hundred, walk to the hash, walk back. We're all doing this together. And then the big guys sometimes got to hurry up a little bit on their walk. But and so I go a hundred, a hundred, a 200. Okay. You know, and that's, and then, so I might do, I think we did four rounds of that. So it's about, I think it's um, 1600 yards of work. Okay. So that's kind of what I do. Where I do fartlets where I run um, around the field and walk the end zone, stuff like that. So that's kind of what I do with our guys. And then we do agility and some, some speed stuff. And um, I do, I do stuff a little bit different than what the, you know, the other people with, the skill guys, they do some different stuff than what I do with the big guys. What about sleds? Who's doing them and what does that look like? So I'll do the sled. So I'll do the resistance. So like going up the hill, I'll usually translate that into maybe going the sled. It's usually about 25% of your body weight. That's kind of how I do it. Or I might put a 25 pound plate on, or sometimes we put like three chains behind you with a sled mm -hmm. or not a sled, but just the chains and with a, uh, with a belt. Um, I might go 10, five at 10, do five flat ground, 10, five at 20, five flat ground, stuff like that. That's kind of what I do with that. And then while I'll do prowlers, we do prowlers all the fucking time. Um, sometimes it might be heavy pushes. Sometimes I want more technical, more running mechanics. That's kind of what we do. We lighten it up and just more running mechanics. I had a kicker that couldn't even move the damn sled. Like, He's trying to, it's more than he is. It's heavy as hell. And so he's trying to move it, but he got better. You know, it was always miserable for him, but he, he got better, you know, but we do what that. About, uh, we do prowlers a lot, a ton, different distances, different weights. What about belt spot marching? I only got one belt squat, so okay. or that's why that's why I don't. I sometimes I do. Maybe for some guys, I've also done with the the band and the with the band belt. and the um, the, the yeah. I've done that yeah. too. Um, I think that stuff's good. It's all good. I do a lot of banging mornings. Okay. We do a ton of banging mornings. Different, different. I might go close. I usually go like six close, six wide, or a hour. I just change that up. 
You know, we do a lot of that stuff. That's the, to me, that's the easiest thing to teach them how to do that stuff. Um, for coaches out there that are, you know, trying to learn this stuff, what like uh, books or search uh, do you like recommend to people? Say that one more time. Like for young coaches to, to learn, what do you usually recommend like books or search and stuff for people to learn from? I think the biggest thing is you got to talk to other people. You got to talk right. to good people. I, I think that's the, I, I wouldn't say I'm a person that I have to talk to somebody or it has to be books on tape. I've been hitting the head too many times. There's not much up there anymore. <laughs> so I, I try to do that. So I, I try to c- communicate with other coaches in that way. That That's what I do. I think if you really want to be in this field and what you do, it's long days. And sometimes it's, it's, it's long days. You're going to have your ups and downs, but you have to just keep pursuing what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. be excited every day and, and teach, you know, it's almost like a school teacher. Honestly, mm-hmm. what we do is like a school teacher. You have to have your plan and your plan's not always going to work. Mm-hmm. So you have to change on the fly. And I, I think you have to talk to other people. And I think one of the things, and I tell our guys this all the time is you got to talk to older people and that mm-hmm. just, people have done it. And we don't do this anymore. We see the Instagram and we see all this other shit and that, <laughs> oh, this guy did this. And well, you talk to the older people. That's how you learn. You talk to buddy. You talk to those people. Yes, he doesn't like to talk to a lot of people. That's the way he <laughs> is. But, you know, he's a grumpy bastard sometimes. But but you know what? Uh, you learn a lot. I learned a lot working with him. And I wor- learned a lot with older coaches that I've worked with. And that's something um, even Joe Ken, I was with him at, at that clinic that football thing a couple weeks ago. And we talked about different things and, you know, just learn, you learn about those things from those guys, Donnie, you know, Paul, you know, they're older than I am. So they've lifted a lot of weight and they've been seen a lot of how the process is and how sports is. And you just learn by them. You have to talk to the old and you have to lift the, probably the talk to older people and you have to lift, you have to train. If you don't train, you don't know what you're doing. That's my opinion. And it helps you on the technique. Like, I don't even, like, I can watch somebody for five seconds and say, yeah, they're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm usually pretty right on on technical. Like Nate talked about with me is technically, I don't care who it is. I'm pretty good technical wise of, hey, this is how I want to do this. And this is how to get somebody better. I can pick it up really pretty fast because I go through it in my mind. Because I've done it a million times. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing that, um, that you try to do. And if it doesn't work for that person, you change it a little bit. You know, there's not, it's not that we're not all the same on what body types. Right. We're all a little bit different. That's another thing. Like, well, I'm short and stocky. Well, and this guy's long, a basketball player. Well, it's a little harder for him to squat. So you might yeah. have to do something different, you yeah. know, and that's instead of beating the head against, well, I have a kid. I had a DB like that. He was terrible. He was awful, but he was a good on a lunch and he was good on some other stuff, kettlebells and stuff like that. So that's what we did. He was a good cleaner, but he was a terrible fucking squatter, you know? So we did different stuff, you know, it's just, why waste our time on doing that? You know, or it's a vice versa. If a guy can't clean, well, we're going to do something different. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do different things. There's always different things to do to get better. What are your uh, goals for the future? <clears throat> I just want to keep going. I don't know. I take day by day. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, I like working with NFL guys. I like doing that stuff. Um, I like working with lifters, guys that like to lift too. I like training with guys that like to lift. I'm getting old, so I don't lift that much anymore. But um, I try to, with my knowledge, I think sometimes 
you know, um, I've learned a lot from other people. I think sometimes I got to give back and I have to, with our younger guys that I have, help them get to where they want to go. You know, right. take them to meetings and show them how it is in meetings and how things work, you know, and, and teach them. That's that's one thing. And just just try to give back, I guess, to what I what I've learned. You know, I think sometimes you learn so much that you forget sometimes, oh, yeah, I learned that a long time ago, you know, um, and just that way, you know, and um, be hard on the kids. But you also, if you're too hard on the kids, they're not going to do shit for you. You know, so my relationship with, with those guys is really good. With all of our athletes is really good. And I'm going to give them shit and they give it back to me. But, <laughs> hey, they'll work for me. They got my back on what I do. And I think that's important. Well, uh, that's all I have for you. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram and, and any of the other things you may do. I don't know if you do anything else besides just the coaching. So my Instagram is uh, groney 64 you know, and that's one thing. I, I think if, if questions or whatever, you know, I, I don't mind if people, you know, reach out to me. I'll get back to you um, or call me. I've had other coaches call me and ask about, you know, about certain things and, you know, I'm free and I'll, I'll call you back. And I'd rather, I'd rather talk than type. That's just me. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I think it's easier that way. And it, it can be about anything. And I think one thing is it can be about life. It can be about lifting. It can be about anything. I've, I've seen a lot of things. I've been through a lot of things. And so um, have some experience in a lot of different things. So just try to help people out. I think that's the biggest thing. I might look like an asshole sometimes, but I, <laughs> I do want to help people out and make people better on what we do. Well, man, it was a pleasure having you on. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Hopefully this um, helped you out and yeah, things went okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you get a chance sometime like today or tomorrow, send me a good, like, it doesn't have to be literally like a still headshot, like for the school type, but just something that's a good picture of you okay. training people or you working out, doesn't matter. Okay. And then just like a one or two sentence bio of like, you know, okay. all the places like you, you work at. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, will man. do that. Yeah, thank I you. appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> you have a good have day. Have a good day. You too. All right. Well, that's all she wrote for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed. As always, like, subscribe, share with your friends, leave a positive review. If you are a coach or know a coach that would like to be on the podcast, please DM me on Instagram. That's K-A-L-I-L underscore S-H-E-R-R-O-D. Sorry for the hiccups of talking that chemo brain is getting me a little crazy um as always if you would like to uh purchase the book the basketball players training guide uh access to the old recordings for the seminar uh donate to the gofundme for the cancer stuff all that is in the link tree in my bio on instagram uh make sure you guys uh you know just keep spreading the good word of conjugate all right Stay clean. Peace.